going to be really hard not to ramble, but I wrote everything down, so hope, <laughs> hope it's going to be okay. I'll just put this here. All right, so my testimony is specifically about retreat because God really touched me in, like, ways I never would have expected there. Okay, so it's kind of like a story, though, and, like, there are kind of two parts to it, but part of it goes in the other part. Okay, so on Saturday, we actually got, Shelby and I got in there on Saturday, so um, it was a bit late, so we randomly sat down for lunch, and I randomly met, like, this one sister from Itaewon. I'm not going to mention any names because this can get kind of personal, but she randomly sat down beside me, and we started talking, and we were like, hey, let's go up the mountain and go up in the gondola. So it was completely spontaneous, completely random, but we ended up talking. We found out we had quite a bit in common, like a very similar church history. Um, both of us went to like non-charismatic churches and were new to this whole concept, and that comes that's important later. But um, anyway, we became friends. We decided to hang out again Sunday. Um, so we got a bit closer. Well, that night, um, this is like the other part. Um, I actually, before that night, um, I had never encountered the Holy Spirit before. Um, I never really thought of just God in general as something that you could touch. I figured, oh, well, if you could feel him, then more people would believe. Um, so I was really, like, when I thought of people encountering him, I pictured, like, manifesting and shouting and shaking. And honestly, I thought that, I don't want to say that I thought people were faking it, but more like, I thought they were feeling something and they were just acting out on it, but it wasn't God himself. Like, th there's no way, that's not possible, but I still wanted to. Um, even in my small group, like, everyone there was blessed with the gift of tongues. My my leader, Mary Co. if anyone knows her, um, she was like, have you ever personally encountered the Holy Spirit? And I was like, I don't think I have. So they all prayed that I would. And so that night, um, during the worship at the end, I went up. I don't even remember what the altar call was actually about, but I just went up and I just prayed that I could encounter the Holy Spirit personally. Nothing happened, so I just started to get really discouraged. I just started praying louder and harder. Um, a few people came and prayed over me. Um, one of the staff went and did the fire thing, but I still didn't feel anything, and I started like worrying, like, what's wrong with me? Um, why am I not falling on the ground? What's wrong? And then um, finally, during worship, at the very end, when we started singing again, I felt like this feeling, like kind of like my head was opened up, and I felt just this feeling wash through me, somewhere between like a chill and an electric shock, but not painful. Like Both of those are bad, but it was, like, it was really nice, and... <laughs> I just, like, afterwards felt this feeling of just love and peace. And all the negative thoughts, I had a lot of, like, really horrible things going through my head. And they were gone, completely gone. So I was really excited. I was just like, I love everyone in this room right now. I'm so happy. Um, I go back to going to my um, small group that night, and I ran into my friend. And I was, like, really excited, and we were talking. And I told her everything. And she was like, actually, I kind of want to talk about something. And um, I was like, oh? And so we pl or we plan to meet after small group. We go to my or my small group. It's great. Everyone's happy for me. Um, and then I meet up with her, and we decide to go for a walk outside. And she opens up to me and tells me that she couldn't feel anything at all, and she was really worried because she wanted to get closer to the Holy Spirit and to God. But she just, for some reason, when she tried to open up, when she went and prayed, she just felt like this darkness around her, just this negative, evil presence. And she was really scared and worried, and she had no idea what was up with that. So I actually had had H&D that Tuesday, healing and deliverance, if anyone doesn't know. And um, she, like, I told her, well, I know I'm 
still kind of new to everything, so I probably won't be much help, but I did learn in H&D that one of the things, or one of the things I learned was that when you try to get closer to God a lot of the time, the enemy just attacks you even more strongly, even harder. And so she was like, that's probably true. And then she was like, hey, what really is H&D? Because, like, she's in a CG, so I guess um, I don't really know if people talk about it as much in her church because she wasn't really sure. Um, but she was saying that, like, she had heard it mentioned a few times, but she had really had no idea what it was. So I just explained kind of the, it's a checklist, um, and then there's another part where you get delivered from either, like, trauma or people who are sometimes heavily into the occult. If they try to get closer to God, they just can't. And then as soon as I said the word occult, she goes, oh, maybe I think, no, it was like, I know what the problem is. And she explained that, um, she had completely forgotten about this until I brought it up, but she explained that um, when she was a lot younger, one of her family members, one of her family members was like heavily into the occult, and like another family member had gotten even more into it, and so she was like joining in her sibling, but she it had scared her, but she had already dabbled some, and so she was really she was like so I did dabble in it some even though I wasn't heavily into it, so she was like that's probably what it is, and she was like I really want to get H and D now, um, so she was like I'm going to talk to someone. Um, but she was afraid to, so we said that, she said that if she couldn't find her CG leader, then she just wouldn't talk about it and should just do something later. Well, we go, all the leaders are in a room, so we just go and sit down for a bit, and who happens to come down the stairs but her CG leader looking for food, and so, um, he ended up giving her H&D, I, I left for this part, he ended up giving her H&D on the spot, so I was just really, like, I was just really blessed that I could be used to get her the deliverance that she needed. And um, as a final word, this is another thing that I kind of felt being spoken to me, was that, so I never had, like, a testimony of being delivered from some, like, dark past or anything, but I just felt that God was saying, don't be discouraged if you don't have some huge testimony, because maybe God's still writing it. Yay! Awesome, awome. Anyone else? Next, next. Listen, we don't got no time to waste, okay? So if anyone, I'm just going to start calling people out. Please. Uh, Rose? <laughs> um, you can even share about how you're blessed in Familia or, um, please, one thing I don't want is like an influx of people to come at like 8.15 and then we don't have any time to share like these testimonies, right? And so, thank you. Thank you, Janaya. Oh my gosh. Uh, make sure you hold it close to your, uh, and then this thing, like, does this, so, like, yeah, try not to. Like this? Oh. Okay. Uh, okay, hi, I'm Junai from Malaysia. And, yeah, I don't speak perfect English because I used to uh, study in Chinese school for the, la- uh, the past 20 years, yeah. So this is my first time attending an English ministry and reading English Bible and even praying in English. This is the, yeah, this is, I think this is the tough, toughest thing for me, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to share two testimonies. Uh, so one is before I came to Korea, I actually prayed for God that I want to get my English and Korean improved in Korea. But my friend said to me, yeah, she said, it's possible that your Korean language can be uh, improved in Korea, it's possible, but 
I don't think your English will be <laughs> will be better uh, if you try to speak English in Korea because they have English but it's Konglish. So yeah, the first time I like yeah, but um, actually the first day, I mean the first night when I came to Korea. I actually went to the K1 tab <laughs> the first night. Yeah. So, but that day I didn't mention that. Uh, okay, they are Korean, but I think there's a gap between us because I don't speak perfect English and I don't speak perfect Korean language. Yeah. So, when I went to school, I actually was um, eating alone for one week. So I started to feel like so frustrated about. I start complaining to God. It's like, why, why there's no friend for me in Korea? Yeah. Then, I actually, yeah. Then I think the first week, I came to Amaeus. I felt so blessed. So everyone was hugging me. Yeah. And asked, oh, your name is Junai, Junai, or okay. <laughs> yeah. So I start to make around friend. Yeah, in Amaeus, and I. Yeah, recently I, I just found out that, oh, God, this is what you mean. Like, this is the combination of Korean and English means. Yeah, I was like, wow. <laughs> and this is the Mayus means. And I feel so blessed with Mayus and Newfili and Familia. And, okay, next testimony will be uh, the breakthrough that I've been in retreat. Uh, actually, I went to Taiwan, my home university is in Taiwan. I went to Taiwan two years ago. It's actually because of my ex-boyfriend. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, when it's related to ex-boyfriend, it's related to the sexual scene. <laughs> okay, this is my first time uh, speaking this publicly. Yeah, I just want to share with you because I got breakthrough from this. And yeah, I just remember that day when Mm, Pastor Benjamin Robinson, he called out for the altar call about this sexual sin. So I just went out. Yeah. So that night, I felt so free. And when I felt so free, and <laughs> the Satan starts to attack. <laughs> yeah. So after that night, I can't mm, concentrate to any sermons or even. Uh, everyone was worshiping. I was sleeping on my seat. Yeah, so I felt like so discouraged and so frustrated. So my small group leader, uh, Ted from Busan, yeah, so he started to ask everyone to pray for me. And that time, that night, in the, in the small group, I just touched by the Holy Spirit and I fell into the ground. And yeah, I tried to open my eyes, but I couldn't. For like five minutes, but I can hear everything actually. Yeah, but I see something. Oh, one minute left. Okay, I see something. <laughs> I saw something. Not see. I saw something in my mind. It's like a white mud. Okay, so I tried to generate it down. I drew it and I tried to uh, pray for it. And on that second, I found out that oh no, I feel that this is the map of North Korea. Yeah, so I tried to search it, and it matches. So, yeah, I have uh, in my journal book. And after that, I just try to process it for uh, only a few hours. And I just remember that two years ago, when I first went to Taiwan, um, 
yeah, I took the classes about North Korea, and I even went to the church. And my group, we were given a card of small uh, of North Korea. So we prayed for North Korea. And that time, I told my friend, I say, hey, I felt God is calling me for North Korea. Yeah, so I think now everything is puzzled. <laughs> yeah. Okay, time's up. <laughs> Thank you. Wow, that's awesome. Thank you. So good. Next. Let's have a student leader come up and share. All right, enough contemplating in your head. <laughs> nope, nope. <laughs> Yay. Hey, everyone just be thinking, okay? And then, yes, after Stella, you can just come up. Testing one, two. All right, all right. I'm going to rap now. No, I'm not. But like, <laughs> not again. Um, okay, I didn't really prepare, so thanks, Eunice. Appreciate it. I, I know. I know. I got this. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I guess when I think about it now, I did get a lot of breakthroughs, but it's not the breakthrough where you feel like a, rev like a supernatural joy, but it's more of a peace that... Your foundation is set, and it's unshakable. Because I think the main theme for me throughout this entire semester was the <clears throat> was that sense of what is what is true family? Like, what is it to be in, like, a spiritually healthy family? Because, like, growing up, I never had that. And what is it to be a leader? Because <laughs> I, I became a stutter, which was, a, you know, something... It really pushed me, I guess, being a stutter. really stretched out, like, my my abilities with being social and just being capable and I think throughout this I had a striving mentality to do the best I can but the striving mentality the, the bad thing about it is that you know you're being a, you're basically being a try hard but not for the reasons that you love God but for the reasons that you want to like prove that you are worth something when you when the fact of the matter is that you're already worth something and I think during retreat, my breakthrough was that this whole time I'm looking to improve my identity. But the fact of the matter is that, you know, the whole common thing is that, like, your history, whatever dark past or whatever happy past, doesn't make you who you are. But neither do your choices for the future. But the fact of the matter is that identity is something that God already made in you. He, he basically programmed in you since the day of your birth. So there's no point in trying to improve something that doesn't really need to be improved. But our journey is that we're trying to find out who we are. Like, that's the thing. And so my biggest breakthrough was probably the fact that I didn't need to improve who I was for God, really. So I, that really set me free from a striving mentality I had throughout the semester. And the biggest thing, the surprise thing, was that I truly got to understand like, what a healthy spiritual family truly is and what it means to have friends that are both there for you physically and spiritually as well. It, like, because one of the hardest things is, like, being relational with y'all. I love y'all, but it's just, it's really hard. <laughs> but <laughs> I think, yeah, so just 
you know, during worship and everything, I, I realized that I didn't need to improve myself. Yeah, yada, da, 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 that I wasn't, I wasn't incompetent in being a stutter or being a human, a decent human being. But the, also one of the surprises was that I looked at the people around me. For those of you that were in church right retreat, I saw all of you at one point in a certain time. And God just said to me, like, the single sentence that, look, look around you. This isn't just a rela- this whole walk with God is not just a relationship between you and I but it is also with your family, and these people around you are your family. So I realized that being in part of the media team, I got to see how you guys interact with each other and how you guys, you know, just how you're so full of joy. And I think that really blessed me throughout this time. So thank you. It's really been an honor to be a stutter and just to watch you guys and to interact with you guys. So peace out. Thank you. Next. That was awesome. Anyone want to share? Yeah, seriously. Let's have a dude. Jason or Youngju or Joel or Philip. It's like literally four. Oh, Johnny. Five. Johnny, how about you go up? Johnny, go up. Johnny, come up. You can share about like even worship and hurry up, hurry up. love you so much, Sam. Um, oh, there's a crowd right here. <sighs> How much time do I have, Donnie? Five. Oh, whatever. <laughs> All right, I'm just going to preach. Um, so my name is Johnny, and, you know, I lead worship for uh, KU Emmaus, large groups. And I just want to share maybe two. I'm just going to share one of the first breakthrough that I received is uh, throughout the retreat. It's um, actually a lot. Let me just share all of them. Okay. Okay. The first one is the first two days is like, is really, uh, it was really busy for me because I was on the stage all the time. Like, um, actually it wasn't busy. It was just full of joy because seeing a crowd of people in front of like me, Jumping up and down. I don't know if I mentioned names. I don't know if you know them. Like, there's a lot of guys in, like, Jin, uh, Todd, Beatty. I mean, all right, blah, blah, blah. It's like seeing them jumping up and down, it really gives me joy. And I just feel so blessed, like, serving on the keys. You know, sometimes you say, like, oh, I serve, I can't receive. No, it's actually, you just receive in another way. Like, you didn't know. But I think I found a key to receive when I serve. Because I don't get, I don't used to, like, have the mindset of like when I surf, I receive as well. But I think I think that through this retreat, God has like taught me, like Johnny, this this is how you receive. Like just by looking at people, you you will see heaven from there breaking out from the crowd. And I I, I, I saw that. I saw that. I felt so blessed, and I shed tears. You know, playing my keys and just had so much fun. It was so much fun serving them on the praise team, and yeah. So that's my first, uh, not breakthrough, it's just like, you know, it's just a joyful uh, thing that I want to share. So the second one is actually for, uh, it's actually, it happened on a Sunday service of the retreat, uh, third day, when uh, Pastor Benjamin uh, called out uh, for an altar call, you know, very unexpectedly. It's like not a topic that, uh, not a thing that, you know, that we, most of us would expect. You know, he was calling out for uh, people who have been struggling with sexual purity. Not that I struggle, 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 but I'm just saying, like, you know, it's just, 
it's just like I've come a long way, right? I've come a long way. I'm really young. I'm 21. So you can imagine, like, if I say, right, I do struggle for most part of my life with that. So I've, I've, I've come a long way in um, battling with that. Like, before coming to Korea, it was way worse. I wasn't in the right place with the Lord. I wasn't in the right place with myself. I was just torn apart. You know, when I came to Korea and uh, got into uh, New Philly and uh, embraced the membership, embraced leadership, do everything, you know, go through Haitian Ds, it's like, it's like a process of sanctification. You know, it's, a, it's like a step towards, like, you know, breaking out of that, you know, door. It's like a, it's a door that I would never thought I, I could break it, you know. But, yeah, f- through all that counseling, through all that accountabilities, it's been all good. I, I mean, I feel like I, I've set free. I, I, I'm, I'm already free, right? But it's, it's, it's like the back of my mind. I still think, like, it's, there's something that I feel like, you know, the devil is, has an opportunity to steal it. You know, it's like you have it, something, but it's not official yet. But the devil's still, like, he's still able to take it, destroy it, steal it, kill it, you know. And I was, like, feeling like, ah, oh, man, I'm good with coming up strategies. I'm good with, good with coming up, like, tactics, like, how to distract myself, how to not do this, how to, uh, how to have habits that overrun those bad habits. You know what I'm talking about, but it's just very tiring, you know. It was very tiring for me to even think about it sometimes. It's like, I don't want to deal with that anymore. Until Pastor Benjamin's call up for that altar call, I was just like, dang, this is such a golden opportunity, you know. It's like really rare. I mean, number one, because he mentioned, I mean, before he started calling for that altar call, whatever, um, yeah. He was just mentioning this testimony where this uh, one guy, like he, like Pastor Benji was praying for him, and he went home. He had no desires anymore. I wonder how would that feel like. And then six months after, he emailed uh, Pastor Benjamin, like still clean record, nothing. Dang, that that is the real thing right there. I want. I know the power of the Holy Spirit. It it works all the time. But still, back in my mind, I still doubt it, you know. And that's like the opportunity for me to just step out and receive that. And to seeing a lot of other uh, people, uh, mostly guys, and I see uh, girls, ladies as well. But it just blesses my heart because like people really have no shame, like you know, because there's no fear and condemnation in Christ. Like this, this is a big family that accept who you are, just the way you are, you know, not the Bruno Mars, just the way who you are, but really just the way who you are. As broken as you were, we, we love you, we accept you, right? So this is, this is like the greatest breakthrough I think I've received. And yeah, thank you, Donnie. Awesome. That was really good. Next. Oh yeah, we can have staff too. <laughs> really? Yay! Yay! Oh my gosh! Yeah, why not? You should always be prepared to share. Alright, I'm back here again. Um, Thanks, Johnny. Johnny, you know his real name is Yam. Yam? Yam. Yim? Johnny Yim. Alright. Yeah, it's not McCartney. We all know it's not McCartney. <laughs> all right, anyways. So, uh, 
I guess I can start talking about the retreat was I didn't really uh, prepare very well for the retreat. I feel like I could have done a lot more. Like, I was telling, sharing that with uh, some of my familiar members. I was like, ah, maybe there was something more. And even when I was at the retreat, I was like, you know, there's a lot of stuff, altar calls or, like, uh, during the worship time. People are, like, you know, they're jumping up and down. They're, like, receiving so much. And I'm like, I'm not, like, I don't get jealous or, like, jelly or anything. But I was just like, am I missing something? Like, did I not do something, God? And I kept asking that question for the first two days. And then finally, I talked to, like, an older leader. I think someone knows. Where's uh, Rose, your small group leader? I talked to Sonia Carasquillo. And then she was just saying, Sam, I think you're seeking the wrong thing. I think God has something else for you. And I was like, really? So then I stopped asking the question, like, God, what, are, like, like, what about me? God, give me the fire. What about me? And you start asking, okay, God, what are you doing? Not just for me, but for everyone in this room. And so similar to Johnny, I was on stage on Sunday night uh, for the worship set. And then I started looking out, and I realized, like, there's so much happening. And when I was just focusing on myself like this, like receiving, receiving, I mean, not that that's wrong, but sometimes when you're so focused on yourself, you miss out on everything God's doing. And I started seeing all this stuff, and I was blown away. And I think that's actually the biggest blessing I had. And, yeah, I think there's a lot of maturing in that because sometimes there's a time for you to receive for yourself and for you to be a blessing to others. And I had an opportunity to do that in my small group with, um, I don't know if it's okay, for someone's brother. He was in my small group, and then... uh, he wasn't a Christian at the time. He was a Christian, but he didn't really accept Jesus Christ. And to be finally, to be that one person, I mean, we talk about people accepting Jesus Christ all the time. We're like, oh, amen, hallelujah. But we don't really know, you don't, it's easy to forget what that means. And so to be able to see him and like actually be the one kind of talking to him about it, instead of just kind of sitting there like, like, oh, he said amen, you know, like to actually be there, to see his face change, to see him smile, because you should have seen this guy's face. <laughs> He like he's like very serious like this, and then he'll smile but <laughs> and look back and I'm like, dude, just smile, it's okay. And to see him start smiling again and like laughing, it was a huge blessing. Um, yeah, just, I think that's what this retreat was about. But one is maturing, and two, just remembering. The only way you mature is like to remember what you used to be like. You know, you can't always just be like, oh, I'm better, I'm better, I'm better. You gotta be like, actually, I'm so much better than I knew because you go back and you see. You know, so I think that was the most blessing thing for me with the retreat. Also, I actually made Johnny. There was another altar call for the worship leaders. And Johnny was just like looking. He was like, I see this guy. He was just <laughs> looking around. Like, and I pointed at him. I was like, Johnny. And we had to, like, pull him to the stage. And I was really blessed by that, too, to see Johnny receive. Because, uh, you know, like, being a worship leader, I'm not that I am one. But I think it's really easy to, <laughs> I see what they do. They, they sacrifice a lot, you know. And no one really knows. Like, it's actually really tiring being on stage. And, like, during the altar time, I'm just, like, you know, playing bass. I'm just, like, I can't miss a note. I got to keep playing. And I can't imagine being the person everyone's staring at, you know. And, like, so to see people, like, Johnny receive, people that have been, like, serving forever receive, like, the campus pastors, I think that was a huge blessing. All right. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Next. You want to go, Shelby? Yay. Awesome. Just hold it up. Like right here? Okay. I actually had something prepared, but I don't think I'm going to actually read it. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to um, talk briefly about how Emmaus has blessed me this semester. So um, yeah, I'm an exchange student just for one semester, and um, I, al- I actually almost didn't come to Korea. Like, I was... Um, 
I was really dead set on it um, freshman year of college, which was last year, because um, like I had I like made all these friends in college and like it was really great and I was like oh I can obviously like make even more friends if I go abroad and all this stuff, but um, then fall semester rolled around and a lot of the friends that I'd had freshman year um, just sort of drifted away. Um, my best friend actually um, told me um, I think a month in that he no longer considered me his best friend, which really, really hurt. And um, I was, like, um, okay with God, but I wasn't really, like, depending on him as much as I should have. And so it um, actually led me to fall into a sort of depression. And I got really scared that if I came to Korea, like, what was going to happen with my friends back home? If just this summer had changed them so much, like, how was a whole semester going to change them? Um, and if I, what if I came back and I had no friends to come back to? Um, so, yeah, I got on the plane to come to Korea, blah, blah, blah. Like, um, just hung around for, like, two weeks when I first got here. And then um, started coming to Emmaus. And, like, the first night, like, okay, so I don't cry. I'm, like, very, like, like I'm predominantly flagged. So, like, I'm just, like, nothing. <laughs> but my first night here, like... Um, just during the worship even, like, I was crying because I felt God's presence for the first time so clearly in, like, three or four years. Like, um, yeah, so, and I just really felt like a sort of mini breakthrough just that one night. Like, um, God was telling me, like, do not form your identity around your friends because I will provide you with the friends that you need. And, yeah, so um, that was something, and, like, I, it was it was good, and I was like, okay, I'm pretty confident, you know, I'm going to make a lot of friends here, God's going to provide them for me, and then around, like, late March, early April, I um, had a mini falling out with one of my roommates, and that turned um, a lot of people on my hall um, against me, because I had made a mistake, and... Um, they were just like very unforgiving and I got really discouraged again and I was like it's happening again it's like God what are you doing where are my friends <laughs> and he was like are you looking at where you are and because I was at Emmaus here I was like praying and he was like pay attention to where you are and I was just immediately like just all of these people around me that share my faith and genuinely like me and like um, really, God moves through each and every, has moved through each and every one of the people that I have interacted with in Emmaus, and um, yeah, just even at um, at retreat, like um, the first night was kind of like, okay, like um, I'm sort of getting into it, I guess, and um, but like I was also being like I had just been bombarded that week with all of these um, things, like these thoughts, just like. Um, because, like someone said before, if you start to get closer to God, Satan wants to take that away from you. And he's like, you're going to fall into depression again. And what if, what happens if you go back home? Like, um, what if, like, you're not going to have any of these friends here? And, um, and you still struggle with all of these things. And he, like, bombarded me with all of these things that I had been struggling with. Um, and I just... Um, like during the Sunday service, God really highlighted me um, three major things, which were depression, 
um, and fear of people and then um, unbelief because Saturday I had been just like sort of coasting like, okay, this is, this might be a thing, but it could all just be in my head. And so during the um, newcomer's altar call, I went up and one of the sisters prayed over me um, and she prayed to banish my um, fear of people and the spirit of depression and the unbelief. So I just really, really felt God's presence and a true sense of like community in God through Emmaus and through that retreat as well. And it was just really like refreshing and yeah, I'm glad I can share that with you guys. <laughs> Thank you. It's really good. For those who came in late, we're just sharing about how, oh no, sorry. No, no one came in late right now. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just reiterating. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just reiterating. If you want to share how Emmaus blessed you this semester, how you were blessed by God, whether at church or at retreat, you can give a shout out. You can talk about your familia. You can do whatever. So, next. Oh, oh, oh. Here we go. Hi, I'm Sarah. Hi. This isn't really like a like testimony or like breakthrough, sharing of a breakthrough, but I just want to give a shout out to Janice Onni. <laughs> um, Janice Onni has really, really blessed me this semester. It was like, um, the semester was really, really hard, but um, yeah, just getting used to Korean school life, it was really difficult, but um, Janice on you was like every time like um like so it was difficult like fitting in with Korean students but like she always she would always give me advice and encouragement so yeah thank you <laughs> Onni I love you <laughs> so good oh <laughs> that was awesome anyone else <laughs> oh Anyone, anyone, anyone? Oh my gosh. Youngju? Yeah! Youngju, you want to come and share? Okay, so I appreciate the honesty. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, anyone? The awkward silence is real, so can we um, get someone? <laughs> <laughs> she made like a living room for herself, by the way. What is this? Do you want to share it? Yeah. Five minutes? That's good. Um, yeah, I think I'm just going to give a shout out to my familiar, actually. Yeah. <laughs> and tell you to come up here after me. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah. Um, it's been, it's truly been an honor to serve at KU. Coming from Yonsei, such a big, um, such a big, what do you call it? Big ministry, yeah? Such a big ministry. Um, and coming into KU and um, have it be so small. And, you know, in the beginning it looks like, oh my gosh, it's so small. But it's so intimate and it, and it's, it quickly became a family. Um, 
So just, yeah, serving you guys and, and being here every week and seeing you guys, your guys' breakthroughs and hearing about your stories, like as Doc, we debrief about you guys, hearing about your breakthroughs, what, what God has done in each and every single one of your lives. It's really amazing because a lot of people are out in the world and they're lost and they don't have what you guys have. So for you guys to have a campus ministry that really cares about you guys, you know, every single one of us here, you know, we, we're pouring out our lives to you guys because we believe in this ministry. We believe that God has something for each and every single one of you as you are here. So I'm really just so proud of you guys, you know, so proud of all the, how much you've just given of yourself uh, to God this semester and to um, to us as a ministry. Uh, so, you know, you might be going through stuff right now, but you guys have come a long way and um, the best is still yet to come. So I'm really like so honored to be staff at KU. Like I really am. I have mad KU pride. <laughs> I don't show it all the time, but I truly have mad KU pride. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's just, it's been so cool to just work with Eunice and work under her. Thank you, Eunice. Yeah, thank you, Eunice. <laughs> Like, I've just, I've grown so much just by serving at KU, you know, just been given opportunity to do, to do things that I've never been able to do, like lead prayer and uh, just those kind of things that may look small, uh, but to someone like me who never really felt like I had anything to give in that capacity, like even just leading prayer for me is like, it's, it's big breakthroughs because I never thought I was the girl who had the spiritual authority to do that. Uh, so to just be able to, to be able to do that has really been a blessing me so I'm excited for what's yet to come and um yeah I love KU thank you that was good anyone else another uh, student leader go up student leader Jenny yay Um, hi, I'm Ginny. Um, I'll share about how this semester has really blessed me. Uh, I have been at Emmaus for three semesters, but I think this has been a time of breakthrough. So when I first came to Emmaus, I was really broken, didn't even want to be here. But through a lot of people loving on me, it really broke a lot of grounds. And then this semester was really just the turning point, I think. Uh, so to start with, for past three semesters, I was in a season of mourning. I had a lot of difficult family backgrounds, a lot of hurts uh, relating to my family. Like I, my dad was a little alcoholic, very alcoholic um, and abusive and all that sort of stuff that I couldn't actually, I went through that without admitting that it hurt me and to actually open up was very difficult for me. But for, shout out to Sarah Stuff for actually being my first familiar leader and living, loving on me when I didn't think, I thought it was really weird that she loved on me. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, that really started off my heart to really open up to people because I was so used to shutting people out. And, um, yeah, this semester, I have been really blessed with a wonderful familiar leader and people around me. I have people that I know that would not fail me. Shout out to Rose, Janice, and Tay. Um, so the breakthrough was, okay, I had this season of mourning that I would cry a lot. I will mourn about oh boohoo this happened to me and it comforted me to know that God was there because I didn't know that before but this semester when I was praising God it didn't really happen I couldn't really cry like I used to I couldn't really feel God to say so I was going on I was thinking what's happening why is it so dry uh, but it really made sense at the retreat when Pastor Sonny talked about new grace 
how this is a new season. And it really clicked for me at the time that God was giving me a new grace. The season of mourning has finished for me, but season of rejoicing and looking back at blessing was here. And it made so much sense at that time uh, when that was preached and my perspective was really changed from that point. It really changed my the way I looked at things in a sense that, so for example, there was a blessing because I was so focused on my struggles, I couldn't see the blessings around me before. So when the uh, puzzle pieces made sense after the retreat, um, one of the breakthroughs I had personally was with my older brother. He's a half a brother. And we always had a very difficult relationship because he was a half a brother. My dad was abusive, so she didn't like, so he couldn't be close to me. Um, and I had a lot of insecurities because uh, everything that I did seemed to irk my brother. So I had a lot of fear that I I could never be loved. I had a, never, I had a fear of opening up to people. Um, but right before the retreat, my brother... To be very vulnerable with you guys, my brother is in prison right now, and he wrote me a letter about how he was just affirming me out of the blue about how much he actually appreciated me, how much he actually loves me as I am with all my flaws and everything. And that really changed my perspective. That God was restoring things. He's making a change. He's doing something in my life. Um, and he's really telling me to look back and count the blessings in my life. Mm. And then with that, it gives me so much joy and it allows me to really enjoy my time with my friends just being myself because I know I am just loved as I am and God has made me uh, wonderful and perfect as it is. And everything that he has done is not to harm me but to give me better blessings or teach me lessons. Uh, yeah, I just want to say I got so much freedom for that. And yeah, thank you, Maze, for everything. Awesome. Let's have one or two more go up. One or two more. Janelle? Jason's not even making eye contact with me. <laughs> Janelle, come up. <laughs> Hi, I'm Janelle. Um, I think I want to share my breakthrough from retreat. So I made a lot of expectations before retreat, but God didn't fulfill every one of them, but they he fulfilled like one of the main ones. And, <laughs> and um during retreat it was my first time seeing manifestations for the first time. And to be honest, I wasn't actually shocked. I was actually really how do I say? Just really happy and like I realized that through that I realized that God is alive and he's living in each and every one of us and through that I was just so blessed I don't know I don't know why and I actually cried during manifestation not because I wasn't experienced a manifestation myself but just that as being a daughter in Christ and just seeing my brothers and sisters in Christ encountering God 
that was just really blessing that was a blessing to me and um and even though um I didn't experience one myself I realized that um God's timing is perfect and if everyone were to manifest at the same time I would find that really boring and you know God's not a boring God right so so now um I through retreat I receive immense joy I don't I don't know how I got there's not like a certain time in retreat that I just felt joyful but through the whole process of retreat I felt just joy and now like I had a hard time before retreat of just um not waking up and just um taking naps as much as I can and so I was wasting like a lot of my life but um now I like nowadays I just wake up at 6 30 on the spot I used to put snoo I used to put like a lot of alarms like tw- 20 and 701, 702, 703 and and they also had that repeat right 10 times anyways but now I just have only one alarm and I'll just wake up then now yeah praise the lord and I feel like like before I was like a lost sheep but I'm now a found sheep (laughs) eating in the same grass I mean the same the right grass in the same in the right pasture want to say that we don't belong in this world and this world is not ours and just that there's we're made for more and um, it's just just gives me great joy that God chose us before we chose him even though we're right so we're so full of sin but who wouldn't be you know joyful for that so I just, just wanted to share thank you so cute. Anybody else? Oh. Oh my gosh, no. Anyone? Oh, there's some people I wish could have shared, but no, not, we don't have that much time. I really don't know. No one? Anyone? Last minute, last minute. Do you want to share, Tay? Yay, very good. Last one. Last one. I think last one. Okay, there's this intense crowd right there. Yeah, I got totally guilt tripped by Masande. I was like sitting guiltily there. Yeah, so I want to share about what the how the retreat impacted me. And and it's your puppy dog eyes. Um, okay, so my biggest struggle is um, me fighting with uh, my mind and how I put my mind on a pedestal more than I do God. And that has been my biggest struggle in connecting with God throughout. I mean, Eunice knows this. I've been in Aeneas for two years as a result. I mean, that's not as a result. Huh? I don't know what happened. Yeah, scratch that. I've been in Emmaus for two years. Yeah, period. Yeah, I've been struggling with my mind throughout. And what happened at the retreat was, uh, this is, that was what I was praying into for the retreat. And on the first worship session, it kind of 
broke me down crying. Janice handed me tears. Uh, Janice handed me tissues. As you can see, I'm really tired today. I just, uh, yeah, I'm out of it. Yeah, yeah. Janice handed me tissues on that day. Well, I started to break down because um, it was, well, I don't know if you guys know, but I wasn't here much last semester because I was taking an internship, and it was a bit of a struggle. I had followed my own sense of like wanting to pursue a path that probably wasn't God's plan in the beginning. And to the song that came up on the worship session was Worthy of It All. You're worthy of it all and such. And and what ran through my mind throughout that was I felt like everything I had gone through, all the pain and anguish, it was so worth it anyway throughout, like worshiping God throughout that process because he's he's always watching and he's always there he always knows in his own way and that was yeah, that really got me because at that moment my mind completely went blank again and uh yeah i was just in the moment of just worshiping him and really glad of that and yeah after that just like, during the entire retreat i finally let go of my mind and it was actually very different from the other retreats that i had gone to like i've gone to the Mayus retreats and the church by retreats for about three times and to finally let go of what's running like to have your mind bog you down in the whole process of the retreat it's very um disconnecting is what i thought and yeah Sorry, I suddenly went blank. Yeah, um, so... Uh, I'll, show you, I'll share with you guys one highlight of the retreat. It's that I went to Pastor Sunny's Unlocking Your Destiny seminar, and she had challenged us to think of the name, a name for us that we we're going through in this season. And I was praying into that, and suddenly the word fighter came into my head. And... I wasn't sure because I'm a stubborn person who just probably thought I am a fighter anyway, is what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, but um, I wasn't sure of that until it got highlighted in the next day at the worship session. It was on Monday, I think. And in that worship session, I don't know what we were singing, but in that moment, it just suddenly popped into my mind a vision of what had happened last semester at my internship. I was in my old workplace just sitting down and I don't know if you guys know but I have a lot of back pain. I have scoliosis and that was one of my biggest struggles while actually working there because my back was like getting out of it and all the mental stress as well. And what I saw was what God was move, was doing and moving in that in the workplace and you know what a, I'll show you. Eunice can you stand up? I need someone here. So what, this is me, and what God was doing was, he was just doing this, and just doing this, and just giving me water throughout the whole process. Maybe you can sit down now. <laughs> I realized that it felt as if God was the coach of my life, and I may, uh, it's the biggest struggle these days for me is fighting to work in the Korean workplace, and finding my place in the Korean workplace, and what... What really broke me down crying in that moment was I'm going to have a knockdown someday in the Korean workplace. And yeah, I got in a lot of faith throughout this retreat and throughout Emmaus as well. Just want to thank all of you guys. And yeah, that's what I wanted to share.